Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. To be, I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. Well, it's a free for all and a heart of said You can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> Welcome to the Hypersloth Hour. Happy Hour. I'm Zigzag. That there. I'm Rufus. Rufus, Rufus what, is, what does uh, what does Ted Nugent say at the beginning of that song when he says? Does he say something about your beady eyes? Is that what he says there? Yeah, I, I think that that's not Ted Nugent singing though. That's uh. Oh well, okay. Yeah, something about your beady eyes. I don't know. It's unintelligible. It's rock and roll. It is rock and roll. No wonder it's unintelligible. And it's the Motor City Madman. The Motor City Molester, as I like to call him. Well, he's a molesting madman. He is, no doubt. And he molesters underage kids, which is even more awesome for the Motor City Molester. Sounds like you're endorsing the guy. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Big fan of the guy's music, not so much of his politics. Yes. Yes, yes. I got a trivia question for you, Rufus. Uh, pink. Bananas. The average American does what 22 times a day? Masturbate. That's above average. That's an above average American like myself. One uh, more guess. 22 times a day. Is, uh, okay, I, I'm going to get this. Seriously, 22 times a day. Pick their nose. No, that's more. They do that more than twenty-two right, times. You did that. You did that three times while I was watching you get ready for the show. I know. I know. Knuckle deep. Um, they think too much about work on the weekends, like me. No, that's what more is, than twenty-two hours. What's a weekend? Yeah, no shit. All right, I give up. What? All right, opens the refrigerator. Oh, that's fascinating. You know, and I have to think I'm more than 22 times because I can easily just go fucking get lost staring into the refrigerator, closing it, taking like five steps away, going back and looking and thinking maybe something more intriguing is there. I just wasn't looking hard enough. You know, I agree. Um, I've often thought about like, should I take a meditation because it seems cool? But really, every time I open the fridge, I completely lose my train of thought and I just stand there and... I, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking for or looking at. Do you ever? Do you do that? You don't even know why you open the fridge, but you're just Dude, like... Eh. I have a habit of when I go over to my mom's house or even my, my wife's parents' house that I automatically go to their refrigerator and look in. Oh, yeah. Like, I would love to... You know what they should do? Remember that, that uh, doorbell dinners or whatever that they had, that show? 
where that guy, Gordon Elliott, would just show up at your house and, like, see what you had to cook. I would love just to go into people's houses and just fucking look in their refrigerators. <laughs> just look. Yeah. Not, not, okay. not do anything with it. I wonder what would happen if you went door to door and be like, I'm here to do the uh, the annual refrigerator checkup. I need to check on your refrigerator today and see what you got in there. You would you'd probably get away with it most of the time and other times get punched in the face. I think all I would need is probably a clipboard and like some kind of white coat or something. I'll wear a stethoscope. That's right. I was going to say a stethoscope or a a lanyard, just a lanyard with your face on it. (laughs) Refrigerator uh, inspector. Dude, I'm. I'm, I could just hold a fucking thermometer and be like, I'm sorry, I've got to check. City says. Dude, I'm I'm a a fully grown 44 year old man, and I, I swear, every time I go to my parents' house, I just raid their fridge like I'm a fucking teenager that hasn't been home since, you know, college started that's see and i'm the exact same way and my mom's gotten to the point where she'll like when i come in she automatically goes you know there's just nothing to eat really she's oh, like no cutting shit. me off but don't even bother looking and i'm like oh yeah right so yeah. i go look and there's nothing more disappointing than finding out there actually is nothing to eat there's always something but if it's somebody else's stuff what somebody else considers nothing to eat is a gold mine for me <laughs> you're actually you're right about that because i'm like <laughs> look there's a fucking block of cheddar cheese there's fucking peppers that's right fucking, that's... what are you talking about nothing to eat in my refrigerator it's like try to find like the oldest thing that's been in there dude i, I while back this is no fucking lie dude we were cleaning out our fridge well i was cleaning it out uh, while my wife sat and ate bonbons on the couch like she always does and uh and i looked and there was fucking a jar of olives in there okay another trivia question how old was the jar of olives in rufus or in zigzag's refrigerator what year 2015 and i'm gonna give you three guesses on that okay was i too high or too low i i'm not giving up any clues Uh, come on now you got three guesses how long have you been married uh, you know what? I wish you wouldn't ask me that question. That's like a trick question in my relationship. I, know. I didn't say I, when you were married. That's even worse. <laughs> I think I thought it was 11 years. And then recently I think I found out it was 15. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. I found out it was 12 or 13. I've already forgotten what it really was. Anyway. Yeah, uh, okay. All right. 2015. I'm guessing it's, that's too high. So, uh, 2009. 2007. Jesus Christ. 2007. They're pickled. Are they still good? They're olives. I don't know. You know what? I was going to try one, but the green fuzz on top of the water made me fucking decide not to. Uh, yeah, that's I didn't, I didn't. My calendar wasn't cleared for a few days. I wasn't sure how long I would be hallucinating after eating <laughs> one. Otherwise, I probably would have tried one. Wow. Well, that's amazing. Was it just the olives, or did you find other ancient? Oh, that, I mean, there was stuff in there not as exciting. There was stuff in there from, like, 2011, shit like that. You know what? If you look in my refrigerator, mm-hmm. like, the whole door is nothing but condiments sure. that yeah. have probably been seen on uh, the Food Network at one time. So I'm at the store. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I saw that on the Food Network. I need to get right. some of that and try it. So then I, like, try one or two bites of it, and then it just goes to sit in the door forever, never to be thrown out, apparently. But they made their money. They did make, they tricked me, the bastards. I blame guys' grocery games. They're in cahoots. 
the the condiment industries in cahoots with guys grocery games. That's for I damn mean, really, sure. Really, dude. I, I was told my wife, I'm like, God, we have no fucking room in our refrigerator. And then I looked in the fucking like all the condiments that were in there. I'm like, that's where all the fucking room went. I don't use any of this fucking shit. You know what I mean? I mean, I use like three condiments. I use mayonnaise, which we seem to never have, by the way, probably because there's no room for it. It's because you use too much of it. And blue cheese. Blue cheese. Tell me about this blue cheese. I do love, I put mayonnaise on everything that will hold mayonnaise. For sure. I do mustard on, on some things. I find it's overpowering. You can overuse mustard pretty easily. You can. You but, can. But uh, blue cheese. I've really not ever tried blue cheese, to be completely honest with you. What? Yeah. Oh, you haven't lived. Try some blue cheese dressing, dude. You'll never go back. Really? I mean, I, oh, I've, I've had like blue pungent. cheese crumbles that might be in a salad. Right. But not enough to really know what blue cheese is all about. It's pungent, that's for sure, but blue cheese dressing right. is the fucking shit, dude. No blue doubt cheese. about it. Try it sometime. I'm Brought to you by the blue down. cheese industry. And guys, grocery games. <laughs> Which is the worst fucking show on the Food Network. And I love Guy. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big Guy fan, but that oh, show guy's cool. is fucking horrible. No offense to you, Guy. But now he has a new show I saw that's like, Cooking at Guy's Ranch. I'm like, really? What? So Guy Fieri's like, oh, I need to buy like a 250-acre ranch, and to write it off, I'm going to shoot one fucking show there a year, yeah. and, you know, and I'm sure he's getting away with it. God bless him. Yeah. I, I would well, love God. to know, what do you think Guy Fieri's net worth is? Well, you can look it up. Look, go to celebra- uh, celebritynetworth.com. Since I'm website. smoking marijuana, I'm going to leave that up to your very capable hand. I, I, I have to admit, I spend way too much depressing time at CelebrityNetWorth.com. Who was it's, your biggest surprise about how much they were worth? Uh, it's hard for me to say, really, because I'm always surprised and saddened. All right, Are you Guy ever Fieri. surprised by how little someone is worth? Uh Yeah, yeah, but usually I expect it because I've heard that they've gone through some trouble, so I'll look up like uh, DMX, the rapper, and he's worth like negative $10 million <laughs> right. or something. All right. you know, it was you... surprising to me how little they were worth. Tony Anthony Bourdain was only worth like a million bucks. What? Hang on. Yeah. I'm going to look up here. And I was a big fan of his until he killed himself because I think killing yourself is like the fucking ultimate selfish coward's way out. Well, no shit. He was uh, $1.2 million is what it says. I'd kill myself too. Yeah, me too. After being on, working that hard to be on TV. How do you spell Guy Fieri? I'm curious about it now. Uh, G-U-I. Are you sure that's how you spell Guy? And then Fieri. Oh, of course. I'm sure I'd have to imagine right when you put Guy in, Guy Fieri comes up. He has to be in the top two guys. It's actually a two-page listing of suggestions that are all misspelled. So F-I-E-R-I, I do believe. I wonder if that's his real name. It's probably just as fake as his hair. Probably. All right, here we go. $8.5 million. Seems That's like he's it? worth a lot more. Yeah, see, I'm surprised by that. I mean, as much as he fucking works, I'm disappointed, guy. Gotta say I'm disappointed. That's net worth, though, right? That's not just... Not spending cash, right? That's like what is uh, your... Yeah, that's like his house and all that shit, right? You know, I bet how much is owned by the Food Network, and he's just slaving uh, for them. Employee, yeah. Then, you know, you know. Look up Mark Summers. He's the Mark. guy who 
owns every fucking show on the Food Network, and he started out with that some stupid kids game on uh, Nickelodeon. That guy has turned that shit into a fucking gold mine. Uh, they don't have Mark Summers. <laughs> probably by design. He probably owns CelebrityNetWorth.com. No, here he is, here he is, here he is. Eight million, it says. What? Obviously, that thing tops out at eight million. Look up Johnny Depp. No, no, it definitely does not. Johnny Depp is in serious debt, so there's no telling what it's going to say. Well, He's I mean, you can't broke. spend thirty-five thousand dollars a month on fucking wine. Uh, net worth of two hundred million. Yeah, hardly broke, I guess. Poor guy. No right. wonder he drinks with only $200 million in the bank. I would drink, too. Who are you curious about? Net worth. Top of your head. Uh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock. I'm going to say $5 million. $80 million. Really? He's a producer, too. Oh, well, name one band that he produced that ever became famous. Big Boy Rock? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Are you making that up? <laughs> yes, I'm making that up. Okay. I was like, who the fuck is that? All right, uh, how about this one? Here's here's one that kind of surprised me, if I recall. It was lower than I thought. Was uh, the guy, the lead guy from Stone Temple Pilots that died. What was his name? Uh, God damn, I'd know it if you didn't ask me. Um, I knew it, Scott I knew Weiland. It a minute ago. I met him. Scott What's Weiland. Oh, yeah, Scott Weiland. Here we go. Well, yeah, he blew it all on drugs. Four million. Four million. That's it, dude. Aren't you ever shocked by that? I mean, I'm shocked. I am shocked. By comparison, let's look up uh, one of the others. Worth eighty million. Yeah. And somehow Scott Weiland was only worth four million. Guy, how is Kid Rock richer than Guy Fieri? I don't fucking get it. I don't know. I don't get it either. I mean, maybe he invested well. I guess I don't know. I guess he's sort of like he's a Trumpophile, right? So he probably lies about how much money he has. You know what? How about this? The Motor City Madman. Oh look, no. City molester. I'm gonna say twenty-two million. Let's see. Let's see. Woo, buddy. Twenty million. Ah, I overshot on the fucking Modi City molester. Close. What if he starts suing us for uh, telling tales on him? I'll sue him back. I'll sue him too for all twenty-two million. You you think of one, Eddie Van Halen. I know you already know how much he's worth, though. I don't. I've looked it up, but I don't remember. Eddie Van Halen. Here we go. One hundred million. That's all. Fuck. I'll take it. I just. I mean, that. See, Kid Rock's almost got as much money as fucking Eddie Van Halen. I envy Kid Rock. Here we go. This should be a good one. Now look Uh. up Alex Van Halen. (laughs) Twenty million. Eight hundred thousand. Ninety-five million. Oh, gee, where did Daddy get the extra five? He must have taken it from his ex-wife. I had the biggest crush on her. What was her name? Valerie Bertinelli. When she was oh, on yeah. that show, One Day at a Time. You remember that show? Oh yeah, Schneider. Oh, Schneider was my hero. She was so fucking hot. Schneider was your hero. That must be why you always had those keychains at Roehampton. Uh, let me some keychains and denim vests. I'd be interested to know how much uh, the the house on Roehampton went for the last time it sold. Oh, in Austin, probably two point five mil. I know, isn't that crazy? We could have bought that house for a hundred and nine thousand dollars when we yeah, lived it. Shit is still I paid, we paid yeah. 
Literally, when we lived there, we paid 30000 in fucking rent. Jesus Christ. could have bought that fucking house cheaper. What was it, 2606? 2404, Roehampton Drive. Was, was it 2404? Yeah, I do believe it was. Are you going to look her up? Let's look up the old gal. If it's ever been sold, it'll be on uh, Zillow. I'm sure it's been sold. Well, I mean, like, since the internet, Roehampton Drive. Was it Drive, Austin, Texas? Yes. 2404. Oh, here's a street view picture. Let's make sure that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you thought the double Z would forget. That's um, Oh, it has a big, giant, like, econo thing van in it. So they must be uh, doing oh. something illicit. All right. Let's see uh, if it's got a the last Zillow. Bit. Here we go. 300, the, the estimate is $355,000. Oh, my God. That is so fucking ridiculous. Dude, this is them. crazy. When I, was, when, when I was at St. Edwards, I took a real estate class at Austin Community College, right, because St. Edwards didn't offer that kind of stuff in their business thing. Sure. And this guy, Vaughn Miller, this old guy named Vaughn Miller, uh-huh. hilarious old guy, drunk as a fucking skunk every day. I, I, no doubt. He had the biggest, <laughs> he had a WC field nose for sure. Oh, nice. But he told me and my buddy Tim Klingel, you remember Tim, don't you? I do, he yeah. The, he was in the same class. He said, you guys need to start going to the auctions on the courthouse steps and buying up Austin real estate. He said, if you go there, you can buy a house on like Avenue H or any of these little streets in Austin. Mm-hmm. He said, you can get a house for ten grand if you got mm. the cash to put it down. And, man, all I ever think about is, God, if I would have taken that fucking guy's advice, you fucked up. Oh, imagine how much fucking dough you'd be sitting on now. Should have done it, man. Big mistake. Yeah. Thanks, Vaughn Miller. If he wouldn't have been drunk, <laughs> maybe I would have taken his advice. <laughs> and, and if you hadn't been drunk, too. Chances are, though, it probably bottomed out between now and then. Well, probably not. I mean, I think that real estate's been on the upswing in Austin since who the fuck knows when. Yeah. Yeah, it's skyrocketing. Well, I mean, we looked at it whenever we were coming back to Texas, and we looked for 10 seconds. We're like, nope. Yeah, you don't get shit either. I see that on, like, House Hunters. Mm-hmm. They have some people looking at some weirdly fucking – it was some totally trashy little fucking house that has been added on to 20 times in the fucking last 20 years. Right. And it looks fucking retarded, and somehow the backyard is in the front of the house, and they're like, 799000 Yeah. <laughs> Somehow the backyard is in the front of the house. <laughs> Dude, I'm totally serious. You almost have to Google that because there was an episode where the backyard was actually the front yard. And what the hell does that even mean? Yard, and the front door was on the side of the house. Like, instead of, you know, like in most houses, the big part of the yard is in the front. And yeah. the small part of the yard is, or the, the small part of the yard oh. is in the front, and the big part of the yard is in the back. But this one okay. was totally fucking opposite. Wow. Fuck that. Why would you even want that? Uh, I don't know because they someone bought it probably for one hundred nine thousand dollars and is now selling it for two point eight million. Like you know, my buddy Corey, remember Corey? Vaguely. Yeah. Well, he uh, he started building houses out in Lakeway, right on the lake okay. there before like people started moving out there. So he dumped like a bunch of fucking money he got from a car wreck into building some super fancy house out there and he lost his fucking ass. 
Right? Oh, no shit. And then, like, two years later, the same house he built sold for, like, $1.8 million fucking dollars or something. Oh, my God. On it. Wow. So there is a, a chance that you could be too early into that game. Did you see Elon Musk is is retiring from Tesla? What? Is he really? No, I did not see that. Yeah, the SEC jumped on him for that 420 comment he made a couple of weeks ago about he was going to take the company private at 420. And he had the cash. Okay. And uh, they said that he tried to manipulate the stock by doing that. So he fucking stepped down, had to pay a $40 million fine. Somebody's got it in for Elon Musk, obviously. But yeah. you know what I'll tell you right now? It's all because he smoked weed on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, I would say that it probably is. But I would say you could ride that fucking Tesla stock to fucking zero now. Yeah. I don't we'll see, see what its net worth is. Oh, my God. That's a good question. I'd say $400 million. Probably uh, more than that. Right. It's not showing me. What the fuck? It's got to be more than that, right? Your computer probably can't do that many zeros. You might need no. to get a screen. It's going to crash. If you lose me, I'm sorry. That's Jeff Bezos, probably. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, $19.7 billion. What? Uh, 19 Elon Musk? $19.7 I knew it was something fucking outrageous. Did you watch that podcast with him on it, Joe Rogan's podcast? I did. I did watch it. Did you watch it? <laughs> I did. It's hard to listen to a little bit because he kind of talks like a robot sometimes. Yeah, he, the guy has the weirdest fucking, I don't know. He's a very strange person. He but, is, I mean, he is. It was good, say I'm a very strange person, but it's just because me and him are both so brilliant. This is true. This is true. It was funny, though. I, I like, I mean, he has a sense of humor. He just doesn't execute it that well. Like when, when they were talking about, uh, I remember when they made that, that flamethrower. That was big news, of course. Right. Oh, my God, they made a flamethrower. And Rogan's like, I can't believe you made a flamethrower. And he's like, yeah, I know. It's a terrible idea. He did. I know. That was awesome. He's like, that was a terrible idea. And they had, what, 20,000 of them made? It and sold them in like three days. In, they sold out in like, I thought it was like 40 minutes or something fucking outrageous. Oh, shit. I, yeah. Whatever it was. I mean, it just got. When they sold out, didn't they start with hats? They started with a hat. Yeah, the the, the, the store company, the boring company store has like one product and that's it, and they just sell the shit out of it and then make another product and the next product was flamethrowers. Flamethrower, right. I wonder what it is now. Now it's probably one of those giant boring machines that you can buy for like one point three billion dollars. They they sold twenty thousand of those in forty minutes. Yeah, I got one in my garage. I'll be paying it off till two thousand one hundred and thirty-seven. And it's powered by Tesla batteries? I'm telling you, I'm, this is my call right now. Six months, Tesla stock has gone from 265, is which is that. I'm going to fucking do a strangle on Monday, a stock, an option strangle. Right? So no matter which way that fucking bastard moves, I'm going to fucking make money on it because I guarantee it'll be a fucking $50 swing either way. But, How do you do? I don't even know what you're talking about. You're mystifying me. Uh, an option strangle? Yeah. What I would do, this is what I would do, and I'm not, this is not financial advice for anyone that might be listening, but what I'm going to do on Monday okay. is by the November, or maybe I'm going to go January 265 puts, right? And okay. I'm going to buy, and I'm also going to buy the January 265 calls. I don't know what that means. I want you to advise me, maybe not now, but I'm serious. I'm saying you know this shit that I want to know. Well, I'm telling you right there, 
that will make the fucking money. No doubt. If you have a stock that makes a violent swing on it, or you know it's going to make a big fucking swing, yeah. either up or down, if you buy a strangle, right, which is buying it so either it goes up or goes down, one of your positions is going to close out and not be worth shit, right? Right. But the other position is going to fucking be worth a shitload of fucking money that will make losing whatever money that you lost uh, fucking just a, a cost of doing business type thing. Email me some tips, man, because I've looked into this whole stock shit a few times and I just get baffled. I just, I just get lost in all the puts, calls, and digits and numbers. I'm like, ugh. I mean, the options are the way to go. They can be dangerous, yes, but you don't have to put as much money up to, to get a good return. Kind of like buying a stock, say, like Tesla's at 265 right now, right? Mm-hmm. I can get into a 265 call, I think, for like 14 bucks. that expires in January. Which so what means, does that mean? It means that I own the right to buy 100 shares. This is if you buy one stock option, right? To buy 100 uh-huh. shares of Tesla at $265. Okay. It's costing me $1,400 to own that right until January, right? Okay. If I don't do it or it goes down before January, I lose the fucking option, right? I, I sure. lose $1,400. But if it goes up, say 50 bucks, I exercise the option at 265 where I just sell the option. Really, I don't even have to exercise it. But okay. I automatically get to buy 100 shares of Tesla at $265. I guess it's $26,500. And say it went to 300 I automatically can turn around and sell that right then for $30,000 and profit 4500 bucks. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. It's dangerous, but there's some... Blade. I mean, really... The stock market is nothing more than legalized gambling, really. Yeah, that's true. That's you know true. I, mean? I just don't understand it, but I want to because it seems like I'm losing opportunity by not understanding it. I know, and it just the opportunity has been there for so long now that you're like, is it the fucking top now? You know what I mean? Because usually right. when the Republicans get into office, the I mean, it's up now, but that's kind of like the Obama trade and the Trump trade mixed together. Mm-hmm. Now it's just kind of trading sideways. It's not like on the upward trajectory it had, you know, when Obama took office after, you know, the big crash of 2007 or whatever. Well, I, I'm super interested. I don't want to bore the show down with this. I mean, I could talk about this for a long time just to learn stuff. So send me some links. I will. I'll send you a good something. link to a place where you can learn all about options trading and shit like that. Definitely. For real. I'm, I'm dead serious. So where does a guy go to see live music in Jasper, Texas? Uh, I don't know if it's the only place, but at least one place is Tia Juanita's um, Fish Camp. And it just opened up a few months ago. It's really goddamn fucking good. It's good and it's hip and it's cool. The guy playing guitar was just some dude with an acoustic guitar. It was okay. But the atmosphere was there. You know, we sat outside. It was loud. Covers, originals. Covers. It's all covers. Anything that you recognize? Anything that you feel like you could have got up and done better? No, only because I, I don't, I'm so fucking out of practice, man. I don't know any songs. But yeah, of course, if, if you listen to classic rock, you, you recognize every damn song this guy did. What do you think would have happened if you would have jumped up there and played beer as food for the people? people would you have brought people. the house down? You know what's funny is I came home. I was I was inspired because I was like, God damn, I haven't played in right. so fucking long. So I came home and I shut the door and listened a few beers. 
And I did play beer as food. <laughs> Good beer for food. you. God damn it. I, I was playing beer as food myself, sitting down in my studio, trying to remember how it goes more than anything, and going, damn, how did Rufus make such a hit out of those lame fucking chords that I came up with at Rillhampton? It's a three-chord uh, three turnaround, man. You can't go wrong. It's the magic of Rillhampton is what made it happen. How'd you feel? You know what? I might print out a picture of a street view of the Rillhampton house and just hang it up in my studio down here. You should. For inspiration. Yes. I mean, I guess probably on that Zillow, was there like a bunch of uh, like interior photos too? No, they didn't have, that picture was from Google. They didn't have any pictures on Zillow, just a price estimate. Because unless it's up for sale, it's not going to have pictures. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm checking realtor.com. Sometimes, com. like from the last time it was for sale, there'll be some fucking pictures on there. There's oh, a lot of Roehamptons in the United States. Most of them in looks like in Texas, oddly enough. I wonder who uh, Roehampton was. That's a, I think it was a battle, if I recall correctly. Was it not a battle in like the the Second World War or not Second World War of the Civil War? Uh, the uh, Battle of Roehampton. I looked that up when we lived at Roehampton. Is that a Zeppelin song? <laughs> the Battle of Roehampton? Yeah. Awesome. I would love to hear it. Oh, it's on Wikipedia. Roehampton. Wikipedia. Holy shit, it mentions the hyperspot. Oh, does it? Awesome. I knew it would. I think that if you look up a history of Austin, Texas, it it mentions the slots, too. I think what it does it say about you. Roehampton? Uh, this is, no, this is actually about a, a street in London, a district, a suburban district. Here's 2513 Roehampton. Remember the old guy that lived across the street at Roehampton? No. wonder how long that guy lived after we moved out of there. He used to sit out there in the front, and I would drink a beer on my side of the street, and he would drink beer on his side of the street, and we would just talk about nothing. He was the ex-military. So was the guy on the other side. Remember those Hispanic people that lived on the other side of us? Yeah, I do. Yeah. They were both retired military. Really? And they put up with our shenanigans. God bless <laughs> they, them. They probably died of heartbreak after we all moved out. They probably did. It probably was a communal suicide. They just, everybody on the street just went ahead and ended it all. We probably kept probably everybody, every other family, every other uh, denizen in that neighborhood, we probably kept them young. And then we moved out and some family moved in and they're like, uh, no, it's a real Good neighborhood. Neighborhood. That's probably what they said. There goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. Have you ever thought that when you had a neighbor move in? It's been so long since I've had a neighbor. No, not really. My neighborhood is starting to get a little more built up, and there are, like, more people moving, and some of the people that live here are selling their houses and whatnot. Every time a new group of people moves in, I'm just fucking bummed out. Really? No, because you never know. It's like a crapshoot. You never know who you're going to get for a fucking neighbor. And some people have awful fucking neighbors, right? I've been pretty fortunate, knock on wood. But you just read about this shit where these people are like, yeah, we were fighting with our neighbor and he fucking poisoned our dog or they fucking, you know what I mean? Their kids broke into our fucking cars for heroin money. I mean, you never know who the fuck you're going to get. Yeah, we we have good neighbors here, and I was I was I was leery because we had that place in Arkansas, but it was, we were surrounded by nothing. We basically just had a ranch around us. And we came here, and there's a neighbor over here and a neighbor over there, but they're both cool. 
So, well, the one guy, you know what? Look up your neighbor's net worth. Well, it's only celebrities and stuff. (laughs) Well, I know, but he was in a rock band that had a like a mini hit. Did they not? Well, I think they opened for the Stones in the '60s, but that's about it. I don't know if it gets much bigger than that, unless you're closing for the Stones. (laughs) Nobody closes for the Stones. The Stones close. The Grim Reaper shall close for the Stones. I don't know. It's looking like he might not. <laughs> like he might not be on the Celebrity Net Worth? No, I mean like the Grim Reaper is not going to close for the Stones. I know. <laughs> you know, I, I see those guys and you hear the stories about them. You're like, how the fuck is Keith Richards still alive? Shit. I mean. At this point, any of them. I, I used to be amazed by Keith Richards. But at this point, they're all so fucking old, but still, like, vibrant and shit. I mean, what? It's the money. They're getting blood transfusions or miracle drugs or something. Well, you know what? It's like I was watching this Kavanaugh hearing. I don't know if you saw any of that, how fucking ridiculous it was. I I don't know anything about that at all. These old guys, like Senator Chuck Grassley, like these old fucking Republicans, right? They've been fucking shit up for decades. Mm-hmm. Have been in office for like fifty-five fucking years, and I'm like, how are these fucking guys not dead yet? And the deal is, it's just money and fucking easy living. And you're like, hey, I don't fucking, <laughs> you know, no stress. I get to make the fucking rules. I don't have to answer to fucking anybody. So yeah. they just, it, I don't know, term limits across the board for everything. Everything needs a fucking term limit That's because totally these guys, the, unfortunately, their way of thinking hasn't fucking changed in fifty years. No. You know, they, I mean, and it's not like they get down on your level with like the common guy. They've been elitist since they got voted into office in like 1952. Mm-hmm. And they're still in fucking power or still in office. Insanity, Rufus. Insanity. What do you got? It looks like you got the stars and stripes behind you tonight. What's going on there? Well, I have the lights on. It was too dark because we got bad weather. So there's no like no sunlight or moonlight coming through. And uh, this was, I don't know who, I guess a kid lived in this house, well, at least in this room, when we bought the place, or before we bought just the place. Some kid living on his own, some nine-year-old living on his own. I can just see him now getting his paper. Well, he was a genius. But there were stars, and I kept them, put my Star Wars posters up. I see. So those, are pa- those aren't painted on the wall, are they? Is that wallpaper? No, it's paint. It's paint? Yeah, it's paint. They what they stencil. do, like, stamp all the fucking stars on there by hand? Or a stencil. I mean, I don't know. It was there, but it's Oh, paint. you know what it is? I bet it's that paint that comes out and you roll it on and the stars are automatically on the paint. Could be. <laughs> you know that stuff. You've seen that stuff. Oh, yeah. I watch TV. <laughs> right. I think it's on a, a late-night infomercial. You can buy it. And it's guaranteed to work, too, for $229 a gallon. And if... If you don't wait, you get two. Dude, I no, you get you get two, but it you get free. It's only if you pay shipping and handling on the second one, which comes out to like two hundred and forty-five dollars a gallon. Yeah, that handling boy, because those <laughs> things are heavy. I've been tricked by some of that fucking those bullshit things. Unfortunately, a drunken stone night buying <laughs> uh, like a uh, what did I, the last one I bought was this screwdriver thing you put on your like your drill your drill gun or whatever and you can like flip the bit super easy so it looks on the infomercial and then by the time you're done fucking with this thing you're like no 
This is yeah. not fucking easier. And I got my father-in-law one, and I've never felt so guilty for getting him such a horrible <laughs> gift. It made his life worse. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is supposed to make everything easier. Then I got home and used mine and was like, oh, man, this fucking thing's terrible. Oh, my God. I'm sure it found its way into the dumpster right after he unwrapped it. Well, I bought – there's a, a website that I buy a lot of shit from for, like, web development. And, of course, it's all download shit, Right. Right download it and install it wherever you want it. And every time I buy something, they have a $2 handling fee. And I'm like, what the fuck are you handling? And the total bullshit is that when I call the fucking pay, like my phone bill or my cable bill or my electric bill, they're like, that's 300, that'll be $3.50 for fucking convenience fee. I'm like, this is convenience (laughs) for them. They don't have to hire anybody. They don't have to open a fucking letter with a check in it. You know what I mean? They should be giving me a fucking dollar off or something. You should. You should bill them a convenience fee. And that, my friend, is why I will not sign up for eco-billing. Because I will get your fucking dollar's worth of paper a month out of you and your fucking uh, ink and your computer time and your postage sent to my house because I am paying you for that. Amen. I mean, it's not like they're like, we'll discount your fee if you sign up for, you know, it's just, nope, we'll just take it right out of your fucking account. Sometime you'll get hacked, you know what I mean? Because they're storing your fucking information for their purposes. What really pissed me off was, uh, God damn it. I know I can't remember. I'll remember in a minute. No, that pisses me off. It pissed me off so bad I fucking lost my fucking train of thought. Dude, so we got these puppies, right? Oh, yeah. How are the puppies? Have you we named any of them? Uh, d- no. Get out of my way is what they're all called because they oh. just huddle around my feet and they're chewing my socks and try to bite my knees while I'm trying to do stuff. How about don't eat that? I'm sure one of them's named don't eat that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they try to eat each other. Or who we- shit here? <laughs> oh. Don't even give end up in the house, even though rule number one was, <laughs> right, okay, we'll adopt them. I'm sure. Not in the house. And somehow there's upwards of two to four dogs in the house at, at all times right. until I boot them the fuck out. I've broken many tiny ribs. But uh, we bought this kennel, this huge chain-link fence kennel. I mean, it's a, it's a small room. It could be an add-on. Right. And it came in this big box. It's all iron pipe or aluminum pipes and this big roll of chain link fence and it said uh 40 minutes <laughs> 40 <laughs> minutes to put this together and i Take thought long to fucking fence dude that's exactly what i'm telling you right now i'll tell you it's 40 minutes for the frame untangling and then re-fucking threading the entire chain link fence is at least a 10-hour fucking job and it's a <laughs> goddamn fucking nightmare man I just want to take those puppies and put them in the fence and just roll the fence up and be like, there you go. Take it back to the store. Right. Here's the fence and the puppies. someone used this. It had some puppies wrapped up when when I opened it. (laughs) I want my money back. And it was, it's all tangled as shit. I tried to, it's supposed to just, you you attach it here and you just roll it around. Yeah. Fuck no, just snag. Shit. And it's, the uh, the chain link fences, the deals they hook together like that, right. but they don't tighten them enough, so they're just like they so come off like and they... jagged edges all over the fucking place. It's a fucking so what, you have to grab a pair of fucking uh, pliers and go and tighten up every fucking chain on the chain link fence. 
Well, it's not even just tighten them up. It's they get disconnected from where they should be and then knotted up into other places. So then you have to follow the thread. Okay, the oh start here goes on here, and then it's it's been twisted, so now it's too low. So you got to twist it and weave it back through so it goes up and reach. And it's goddamn dude, these puppies. Good thing is, is we have a adoption fee. Oh really? And we've already got one adopt. To the tune of fifty bucks. Well, that'll really put a dent in uh, one week's worth of kipple. Seven more to go, man. I'll, I'll adopt seven puppies for fifty bucks a piece. I'm starting to. Th- I'm thinking about doing a. Doing a full time gig at it. The fucking puppy mill. Set up your website, dude. What do you need? A website and a fucking uh, some kind of fake sticker that says that they're all certified. Shit. All you need is a Craigslist ad. Apparently, we put up a Craigslist ad. Within 15 minutes. Ring. Hello. You have puppies? And did they get one? Paid us 50 bucks for one. Yeah. They're like, yeah, dude, this is the best 50 bucks I ever spent to feed that snake. Yeah, well, they're Korean, and there was it's, it's just <laughs> about a restaurant. But. Yeah, I thought that there's like some kind of Korean holiday coming up that they slow cook puppies in a like a tangine or something. I didn't ask too many questions. <laughs> right, just get it. See ya. Yeah. And they take the best looking one, or did you hide the best looking ones like in the closet so they only had like two the two runts to choose from? They did take the best look. It was the one that had like become our favorite. And I was oh, like, of course. They wanted a girl, and I said, take all, all the girls. And the wife was like, well, what about this one that we really like? And I was like, take all the girls. Oh. And sure enough, they picked that one out. Rufus, what have you done? But that's good. That was we got the rip the band aid no, right off. That was going to be the easiest one to get rid of in the long run. You keep the best one for the last one, and you get rid of the stupid ugly ones first. We throw it. We, we're we're cutting a deal. So it's fifty bucks for one, or thirty five bucks for, for a, a good one and a dumb one. <laughs> oh, that's a good deal. I like the way you're. I like the way you're doing business. I expect to see you on Celebrity Net Worth in no time with this new racket oh. going. I want to be a puppy tycoon. Only fifty more, only fifty million more puppies to go, and you'll be up there. Well, if they get abandoned like nobody's business around here, so I'm. Are you shitting me? That's so fucking sad. Yeah. People are disgusting. I mean, that's like, you know, it's bad enough that people can't take care of their kids, but then they're like, "Well, we're not going to get our dog fixed because it's cruel," but then right. we're going to abandon puppies and then kill the mom. Because we don't want to have more puppies because we didn't want to pay fucking 40 bucks to get it spayed. It's a shame. Yes. Trump voters. It is Trump voters. Same people that don't, that complain about people being on welfare yet don't want abortion or Planned Parenthood to fucking be legal. Or are on welfare. (laughs) Yeah, good point. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that Kavanaugh thing is a fucking shit show. I don't even know what that is. So he got uh, nominated for to be a Supreme Court judge, yeah, and right. uh, some chicks accused him of something, and now there's a big trial about it. That's yeah, all I. Well, in the big trial, he like got fucking belligerent, and was like yelling at the fucking people, like the Judiciary Committee, right? Like telling them, he kept saying, "I like beer. I like beer. And I probably had too much beer, and I like beer." He said, "I like beer" like thirty-two times or something fucking outrageous. I'm like, I get it, dude. You've got a drinking problem because I swear to God, if you watch him in that uh-huh. thing, he's like, I'm like, you know what? I like beer too. You like beer. 
But some people, when they drink beer, too much beer, get fucking angry. And this guy, this chick was accusing this guy of being fucking drunk, uh-huh. right? And fucking sexually assaulting her. When? How long ago? 35 years ago, but I don't care if it was fucking yesterday, dude. In a normal administration, you had that hanging over you and you're going to be a fucking Supreme Court justice? I don't care if it's true or not. Supreme Court, say, man. Thanks, but no thanks, right? We don't need the specter of that on our fucking thing. But no, this guy has said since the beginning, this is the deal. That his his jurisprudence, like something he believes as far as jury or trial or whatever goes, is that a sitting president cannot be investigated for anything. A sitting president is above the law. That's what? that's how he feels. Right. Have you ever heard? Nobody is above the fucking law. But that's how he There's might. not even. Right. That, but that's what he believes. He wrote a whole dissertation on this. And well, that's right. why Trump is trying to push him through the fucking deal. Yeah, that's how crooked it is. And you know what I made the mistake of doing yesterday? And I'm only going to go on a rant for like one minute. Was watching Fox News for two hours yesterday, right? Just why did you do the that? They were saying to see what they're saying. And, dude, it is such a foul fucking network, Fox News. I want you to watch one, a half an hour of Fox News. And they lie, and they call, I mean, straight up lies, dude. Straight out fucking lies. And they call the, the Democrats, I mean, like, every dude. You know how Trump has come out with these fucking nicknames for everybody? Yeah. Now the people on fucking Fox uh-huh. News give everybody a fucking bullshit nickname. Like, the oily, slimy so-and-so, or... Dirtbag so and so or old dumb rocks, dumb as rocks, so and so. I mean, I'm dead fucking serious. And I I made the mistake of watching this fucking idiot Hannity. If oh, there is God, ever Hannity. Been a slimy motherfucker. Yeah, he's a he smug. He's smug too, isn't he? And he's he, smug. And he's they'll just straight up lie to your fucking face. I watched them on there. They released a letter, right? This is it's everything on there is breaking news, by the way, too. Every fucking they'll report the same thing ten times and be like breaking news, <laughs> and I can say this because my mom watches Fox News and we argue about it all the fucking time. Oh no, yeah. So where I don't even really talk to my mom as much as I'd like to because I'm like she's being fooled by Fox News and it's frustrating. For oh, me, let her my mom let her have it. Old. She's old. I know, but I can't. I can't have them. <laughs> I just can't have them molesting my mom's mind with their bullshit. And they are, and they're getting away with it. But they, I mean, they, so they put this thing up, right? And it's a letter from this other lady who Mm -hmm. who has another thing against, what's it say, against Kavanaugh. She was at Yale with him, right? Yes. She was at Yale with him, and she got drunk, and he put his fucking dick in her face. Okay? But of course, he was drunk or whatever, and... And he's like, I never did that, or or whatever. So they say, so on Fox News, so the the report comes out and it says they're not going to investigate that, okay? So then there's like breaking news on Fox, and they say that they're not investigating the other lady's charges, like the lady who had the older charges, who sat up in front of the Senate committee and all that shit. Right. And I was, and I know that they knew they were fucking lying, and they're just like, let it stay out there. Who cares? No one's going to fucking uh. thing. And God. that's exactly what they do all fucking day long. It's insane. But I will tell you one last thing. If you ever watch any of these news programs, watch Cuomo Primetime on CNN. Cuomo Primetime. I'm shoving it down. Okay, why? This guy is fucking level-headed, right? And he, yes. he does the right thing. On, the, on Fox Network, they never have, like, a Democratic point of view on there, right? On CNN, 
they always have a Democratic person and they have a Republican person to like do a point and counterpoint thing. Always. Really? On Fox News, it's always just that fucking Fox News hate. Right? You never get to hear an, like a, another point of view or whatever. But I'll give it, CNN always does that. Now, MSNBC, they don't do that. They're like the Fox News of the liberal people. It's, it's almost just as bad. I will admit that. So that's why I get my news from CNN. I've heard that about, uh, I've heard that about MSNBC, and I've, I've not watched them at all either. You know, it's, it, I, I don't get how that guy can say that the, your president's above the law, because wasn't it like the Republican Party that got Clinton impeached? Well, and this is the deal. You guess who this guy is? This Kavanaugh guy? wrote some of the dirtiest, fucking most salacious questions for Bill Clinton. He helped Kenneth Starr get fucking Clinton impeached. That's crazy. What? And he wrote, like, these dirty fucking... You know what? Let's look up a couple of the questions here. I mean, you, you can't fuck around with uh, Supreme Court nominees because... No. I mean, we can complain about term limits and stuff, but still, Congress people and Senate people are voted upon, but... Supreme Court people are there for fucking life. Right. I mean, if you get in, you're good to go be. until you're dead. No, but they, they absolutely be. should not be. Here we go. This no. is Brett Kavanaugh urged graphic questions in Clinton inquiry. Let's hear some of the questions. Oh, here. I bet he had fun writing them. Okay, and this is the deal. They spent three years trying to fucking impeach Clinton. Jesus Christ. And I'll give it this. At least Clinton's, at least, you know, what's her face was fucking, she was a willing participant. Right. You know what I mean? He didn't jump on her and try to molest her or anything. Let's see. Some of these questions here. Come on, get to the dirty. Oh, my God, here's one of them. If Mona Lewinsky says that you had phone sex with her on approximately 15 occasions, would she be lying? Here's another one. Are you ready for this sick fucking question? If Monica Lewinsky says that you ejaculated into her mouth on two occasions in the Oval Office, would she be lying? Wow. If, Mandel, if Monica Lewinsky says that you masturbated into a trash can into your secretary's office, would she be lying? That's Okay, that, that's kind of funny. Can you imagine the President of the United States just squatting over a trash can and beating off into it? I like to With think his, he's like the, the rest of us common men, so yes. <laughs> wow, well, I got a trash can especially for that. I can only imagine the Donald doing it after uh, spending lunchtime with uh, with Ivanka or whatever his daughter's name is. I get them mixed up. Is Ivanka his daughter or his ex-wife? No, uh, Shakira. I like to imagine Hillary Clinton jacking off into the fucking trash can of the Oval Office. She does have a penis. I bet she has a probably not a penis, but a very large clit. It's the size of her cankles. Have you ever seen that picture of her naked? Thank God, no. Yeah, she wasn't bad looking back in the day. I guess in the nineteen, like early nineteen seventies. I don't know. All these weird, like political people took had some fucking fancy photographer took naked pictures of them, right? And she was one of them. And she, let me just say, she had a very big bush. You would have thought she was from the Bush administration. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well done. Well done. We need to we need to add a rim shot sound to the. I used to have one, but Blog Talk Radio fucked everything up. Yeah, they did, bastards. They had a shitload of sound effects in here. I know there was a forty sound effects at one time, if I do recall correctly. Yeah, we have way too many audio files. We couldn't navigate them all. And now we have like five of the same. No, not really. 
we've got nothing but, but we don't snow. have the two good ones. The one for me, which was uproarious laughter, and the one for your jokes, which was cricket. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'll be here every Friday and Saturday night. And the uh, the zigzag rant. Yeah, well, I think that's still up there, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much every show. Still, now. Here we go. Here's a little taste of the zigzag rant. And now it's time for another delightful zigzag rant. Ah, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Have you seen? I love your shillelagh voice there. Your leprechaun voice is, is brilliant. <laughs> Definitely gold. <laughs> Thanks. I saw this thing yesterday where Alex Jones showed up to some fucking like uh, it was like a what they have in Austin. It's a South by Southwest like media thing. Sure. And they were having some other one in some other fucking city somewhere. You know what I'm talking about? Like a you know a bunch of people who know about the media or whatever sit on a panel and discuss how important they are. And he showed yeah. up with his fucking megaphone. And oh, no. Says, you know, you're keeping me down and I'll... Blah, 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 blah. I'm, uh, you know, whatever he fucking says. And they invited him to join the panel. Right? Really? Like, Take a microphone, come up here and sit down with us. Take questions or, you know, give us your point of view and whatever. And he fucking declined. Of course. He's a clown. No, I mean, I'm, come on. That, if anything proves that he's a fucking joke... It's that right there. Why? Okay, you're complaining you don't have a fucking platform, and we're offering you a seat at our fucking table to complain why we suck to us? He kind of, I think they hyper-slossed him a little bit. I think so, too. I mean, the dude's a fucking clown. He's not not real. I mean, I mean he's real. I, I think he's fucking nuts in his skull. I don't think he should be deplatformed for free speech and shit. But obviously nobody in their right mind takes that dude seriously. Except for the lizard people. Well, the lizard people and the Illuminati. I'm not sure what he means when he fucking says that shit. It's like that movie or that show V. Remember that show from like the early 1980s where the people oh, yeah. I love that show. I mean, is that where he got the idea for his lizard people? It, I don't... Does he really talk about lizard people? Cause yeah, that's oh, the, yeah. oh, yeah, dude. It's all about lizard people and... Uh, and the Obama conspiracy, or he has like some special name for Obama fans. It is like mixes Obama and conspiracy together. Okay, that's. I'm gonna quickly look up um, common terms because the, the lizard people thing that that uh that's a oh man that's a <laughs> UFO deal. Stop. What but, do you think? That goes into like the the deep woods of the UFOs where people are fucking nuts and not just interested in like you know actual sonar and shit, but are like absolutely fucking schizophrenic and insane and think they think that there's a lizard people living among us who are like aliens and shit. Right? Does he like, really fucking think like that? They got the idea for the fucking TV show V, basically. Right. Well, those are creative people, but this is people who actually believe it. it does they he don't. actually believe it? I mean, I believe I can believe a lot of weird things, but I would not. That'd be very low on my things that are likely to have ever fucking happened. Lizard people are living among us, and we don't remember the slee stacks from Land of the Lost. Slee stacks, yeah, of course. <laughs> Maybe that's where they got the fucking idea. I just, I, I, I. I I've kind of stunned that 
Alex Jones like talk seriously about lizard people. Oh yeah, dude. Hold, I mean, I'm trying to find it right here. Yeah, it's all about fucking lizard people. Here, let me Google Alex Jones lizard people. Because when I did crazy quotes by Alex Jones, like five thousand things come up. I mean, I, I get people following him just for the crazy things he says that may or may not be true. Probably not. But if he's talking about lizard people and he's got a big following, that's okay. That's kind of scary. Seven batshit conspiracy theories. Let's see. Here they are. Radio host Alex Jones. Oh, that's here's a little here's a little intro to him. Has been spewing his conspiracy theories in the microphone for over 20 years, ever since his community college days when he first started accusing the government and, and being involved in the Oklahoma City bombing at public access channels in Austin, Texas. I'd like to say we were right there, buddy. Give me a little little knuckles. We used to watch that fucking crackpot. Can you believe that? <laughs> so here, here we go. Here's one of his. Satanists are taking over America. Sure. Demonic high tyranny, he calls it. High, demonic high-tech tyranny. Okay. okay. Bill Gates is a eugenistic trying to wipe out minorities. Well, I, of course. That one. Of I, course. Here's a good one for you. This one a lot of people believe in, too, which is totally fucking nuts. The government is controlling the weather. Well, somebody has to be. <laughs> I mean, that is fucking insane. Oh, here we go. Hillary Clinton is running a child sex ring out of a D.C. area pizza restaurant. Remember that fucking claim where... That guy eventually stormed the restaurant and was fucking yeah, shooting yeah. at people? They got that pizza restaurant, like, closed down for a while, and it was all complete bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it just made up by him. The government is complicit in countless terrorists and lone gunman attacks. Well, I don't, that might be true. Oh, here's another bullshit one, but this is the one that Trump loves. Millions of undocumented immigrants illegally voted in the election. Yeah, that might be true. You think so? I don't think so. I don't know how. I have hard enough time voting. I'm sure. I'm sure it happens. I mean, just not that it's a big deal. Not like on mass. Whoa, it went dark there. What's going on? And now my whole computer went dark again. Are you going on? You look serious. Probably because I'm on the Infowars thing, bad mouthing Alex Jones. Or you're getting hacked. Uh oh. You think I am? You might be. Because I was on the Alex Jones website? Could be. Well, actually, it wasn't. I was on the Rolling Stone website, so. Must have been oh, my snap. Dude, what is. Holy shit. There's a fucking lizard person in here, dude. What the. That's your cat. It's breathing super heavy, Rufus. What should I do? <laughs> pleasure it pleasure it quickly <laughs> give me that tail you rascal <laughs> so you can see me or you can't see me no I can it just got darker I see because that's because my screen went black yeah that'll do it remember that happened last time during the show too I don't know what's up with this computer lately It's your, your camera's working I can see it but your screen's black. You can't see anything on your screen. I can't screen. see anything. My screen did like this thing where it went like like a TV getting bad reception. Interesting how that happened as soon as we started talking lizard people. Yeah, it is, actually. Yeah, it is. But at least you can see me lest I be attacked by the lizard people. I so what's up, I can continue to tell you 
any crackpot theories about uh, about Alex Jones and his belief of lizard conspiracies. Well, he's nuts. He is nuts. God bless him. You know, if anything, if that shows you a thing, it shows you the need for mental health awareness in America. He's like the poster child. This is true. He's the poster child. I'm poster oh, child. I feel great. I eat, drink two gallons of Windex every day. <laughs> that was pretty random. Awesome. Well, that's like the crazy shit he fucking says. <laughs> two bottles of Windex. Please, yeah, Rufus, give you that great way to look at the world through a clear eye, a Windex eye. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I read this thing, and this guy, Alex Kevin, I want you to, if you get a chance, watch his stupid thing on... Like, you, you you have, I mean, I wish we had it up right now, because I would, you know what you need to do? That's have you seen said. this? Google Brett Kavanaugh, Samuel L. Jackson. What? Okay. Please do it. Because you Kavanaugh have, is a hard word to spell. It's with a K, just so you know, and you're right, it is. First reason he should not be on the fucking Supreme Court. <laughs> That's right. The Supreme Court nomination has okay, easy right. name. Also about this Brett Kavanaugh guy, his best friend was a guy named, uh, like, Andrew Jones or something, right? And he wrote a book called the, the Tales of a Gen X Drunk, right? And he's like a recovering alcoholic. And these guys okay. are that much older than us, honestly. Sure. And, and the, there's a character in the book, right, named Bart O. Kavanaugh. Right. Who was, yeah, exactly. And he's up in front of the fucking, these justices, and they're asking him, were you, are you the Bart O'Kavanaugh? Is that character based after you? Right. And he's like, no. He, well, first of all, he wouldn't answer either questions, right? He just like eluded every fucking question. They actually showed a thing on CNN later. It was like how many questions he answered out of the questions that they asked him. Uh huh. Like three fucking questions out of 50. He would just like, backpedal or get off subject or whatever. At one point, he asked one of the fucking senators if she was an alcoholic. Really? Dude, I'm telling you, this guy was out of his fucking gourd. I gotta say, though, why did they ask him if he was the character of the book instead of, like, bringing the author of the book on and asking? Deal, dude, that everybody was calling for an FBI investigation, right? All the Democrats are saying, you know, this is a legitimate concern about this guy. He's gonna be on the Supreme Court we think that it warrants an FBI investigation. Well, it turns out that the investigation has to come from the White House. Well, how convenient. And, and guess who wasn't calling for the investigation? All right, and first of all, if you're, if you're innocent of these charges, I'm the first one to say, call in the fucking FBI. Have them check it out. Well, yeah, guess who also point. wasn't wanting the FBI to show up to investigate the charges? Brett, uh, Bart O'Kavanaugh? Right. He kept asking him, and then they asked him about this thing, and he's like, because the guy in the book puked at this beach week thing. Well, dude, I can't believe you haven't seen any of this, because it's so fucking outrageous, Rufus. I avoid it. I avoid all this shit. I just, the guy I need, wrote his, I don't need the stress. his high school yearbook that he was, basically that he was a fucking drunken stumble bum. So they're asking him all these questions. Do you ever drink to excess? Have you ever drank till you didn't remember what happened, right? And do you, have you ever met a person who drank who could say, I never had a fucking night where I don't remember what happened? I, I, I've drank a lot, a lot, a lot. And there are times that I've drank a lot. 
Honestly, I I can't say. I've been, I've been falling down fucking drunk and hitting my head on things. Right. I've never like I, I would never say I blacked out. I've I've always remembered the next day. Sure you have, Rufus. That's your story. I understand your your mom and dad might be listening, but that's fine. I get it. Well, anyways, this guy was like known as being a fucking stumbling drunk all through Yale. Okay. Right, and he got up in front of there and said, no, I never have been so drunk that I don't remember what happened or whatever. Immediately after this thing is over and he's lying, people are lighting up the fucking phone lines, people that he went to Yale with. Really? His roommate is like, the guy was a fucking stumbling drunk who came home inebriated beyond recognition at least three nights a fucking week. Right, so, I mean, he lied under oath to the fucking Senate Judiciary, which is a definite no-no. And obviously the FBI is going to out, I would hope. But they were asking him, all right, they asked him, in his thing, he was like, in his yearbook, like next to his name, he had all this shit written. It was like, this is his high school yearbook. A member of the 100 Keg Club, right? <laughs> and here's the one, Beach Week Ralph Club, which is what this, this thing from this book said his buddy Bart O'Cavanaugh puked in the backseat of his car at Beach Week and slept in it. Okay. Right, and then he's up there on the thing telling the Senate guy that, no, I, I was not Bart O'Kavanaugh, and no, I never puked in the back of a car and fucking slept in it. Yet, in his book, it says Beach Week Ralph Club, and they asked him what Ralphing meant, and he's like, well, I was just always known to have a weak stomach, so I probably ate something that upset my stomach. Oh, my God. Come yeah. on. Right, and then there was another one called the Devil's Triangle Club, which apparently is old slang for a fucking gay three-way almost, like two dudes and a chick. Ooh. And I did not know that. But he wrote in there, what is they, and they asked him, what is this devil's club, devil's triangle club? And he's like, it was a drinking game. I mean, he literally just fucking lied right to these fucking people's faces. You know, it, was, it was insanity. I think the devil's triangle, isn't that when uh, like one dude's banging the chick from the back? And the, the other guy's in the front, and she's sucking the dick, and the two guys are high-fiving over? I think the correct term for that is the Eiffel Tower. But, I mean, it probably oh. could work as the Devil's Triangle as well. And the Devil's Triangle, you're probably laying on your side doing the same thing, and then a plane disappears into your asshole. Well, ooh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly what Bardo Kavanaugh said. So did you find Samuel L. Jackson, Bart Kavanaugh, or Brent Kavanaugh? I did. I looked it up. What, what am I looking for, though? There's I mean, a there's, video... Uh, there's a lot that comes up. Is there a video, though, of Samuel Jackson from Pulp Fiction? There's a mashup. That's probably what it is. Okay. You have to play that. Please play that. I almost sent that to you via uh, Twitter earlier, but I did not. This will be, honestly, the first time I see any footage of this guy, Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, my God. You're in for such a fucking treat, then. I wish I was you. I avoid, Dude, I avoid politics. Like the fucking plague but now. But it's this stuff that you have to see, Rufus, so we can complain about it on the show. Are you playing it? Yes. Oh, I wish it was playing it on the computer so I could hear it. Well, we can't watch it if it doesn't play on the show. Yeah, I know, but you there. need to watch it so you can enjoy it. I will, I will. I need a, a prepper. I, I need to learn two things. One, yeah. all the stock trading shit that you're going to oh, make okay. me wise on to. 
And then uh, give me a primer, a setup about this old Brett Kavanaugh thing. I you be caught up. I'm I've tried to, to catch up as much as I can. I, just, I try to avoid politics because it's all so fucking nasty and weird no, and disgusting. No, it is. Just, and this is the ultimate in disgusting fucking politics, this Brett Kavanaugh thing. But the Republicans were trying to shove this fucking guy through because he doesn't believe that a sitting president can be investigated. That's his fucking belief. So their idea was shove him down fucking everybody's throat under the guise that they got to do it for a certain time, right? Because they're afraid they're going to lose in the midterms, mm. right? And then the Republicans won't be able to shoo this fucking loser in. Right. But I guarantee you next week when we have the show, there's going to be probably a lot more shit out there about fucking Brett O'Kavanaugh. I'll try to uh... uncover some dirty shit. Because you know what? I went to a private school and... There was kids at my private school that just thought they were, I mean, they were totally affected retards. And <laughs> they were, and honestly, though, dude, they were the most fucking perverted weirdos in the fucking world. And I was, I was like, man, that is just fucking a strange way to think. And I just have a feeling this guy, because he's like an elitist, you know, and he thinks he deserves to be on the fucking Supreme Court. Nobody of fucking course. deserves shit. And if you could see him yell at the fucking. People, you'll get mad. If you see him do two minutes of the fucking Senate deal, just, I, I beg you, please watch that, at least. Well, it only lasts like an hour. But he is fucking belligerent. Now, when Strozak, Peter Strozak got up there, remember him? You probably don't know who he was. Nope. But he was one of the guys that was in the FBI that Clinton, or that Trump said was trying to set up Trump and all that shit. Yeah. And he got up in front of whatever, and he was like, Trying to be, you know, he he was mad because they were blaming him for shit that he didn't do. And then they kind of proved that he didn't do it. But when he did it, everybody called him an arrogant fucking jackass. You know sure. what I mean? All the Republicans anyways. But now when dumbass does it, O'Kavanaugh, they're like, oh, he's just being strong. You know what I mean? He's just passionate. My idea was he was going from between, he was like a drunk fucking high school chick, dude. He would like go from fucking blubbering, phony crying to like being mad. And my uh, thought was, this yeah. guy is too emotionally fucking inept to be on the Supreme Court. <sighs> so just all I can say is hope this fucking guy doesn't get on the Supreme Court. He wants to overturn Roe versus Wade. That's one of his fucking deals. The, the just the sheer fact that what you said about the uh, the emotional instability that alone, right yeah. there. Yeah, I mean that would just be it. You need a level head. You need someone who's not emotional at all. They have facts. They deal with the facts. And whether you're talking about them personally or not, they're like, here's what happened, period. Boom, 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 boom. And not be like, and start crying. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And you know what? He also got up there and said, this is the kind of shit that he said, and he thinks that he should be on this fucking Supreme Court. He's like, this is fucking payback for the Clintons. The Clintons have set this up. This is a fucking political hit job. Like, fucking by the liberals, like, all kinds of fucking crazy shit. But let me tell you what, dude. This Senator Jeff Flake, who was very critical, he's a Republican guy, who was super critical of Donald Trump in the fucking very beginning of everything. Yeah. Well, you know, Trump hates him. Trump has fucking said so much mean shit about this fucking guy. Well, he's on the the committee, right? There's only 20, I think, 21 people on this committee, and it just so sure. happens to be 11 Republicans and 10 fucking Democrats. Go figure. But uh, 
So the Senator Flake guy, like, gets a, gets confronted by these chicks when he's getting in the elevator, right? Because he said, I'm going to vote yes on Brett Kavanaugh. You know what I mean? He's just yeah. being pressured from the fucking GOP, even though he's not running for re-election. So these chicks confront him in the elevator, and the lady's like, why are you telling us that our fucking, that our lives don't matter, or what we say matters, you know? She's like, I was molested. I didn't report it for 25 years. Apparently it's super common for women not to report the stuff for a long time or at all. Right when they've been molested, I buy that assaulted, and uh, so they're yelling at this. They're yelling. They're kind of yelling at him. You know, she's like, "Look at me. Why are you telling me that women don't count? Why are you telling women that they don't count? And whatever they come forward with an allegation, you're just going to say it's not true and not listen to it, not even put up an investigation." Well, this guy fucking is stewing on that, right? For the first half of. Uh, this confirmation hearing, which is after the other hearing, right after he yelled at everybody, but he's like, you know, he just is sitting there and sitting there, and they keep putting the camera on him and stuff. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, well, there's Jeff Flake, he's going to vote yes and all this stuff. Well, he gets up in the middle of the meeting and taps this Democratic guy on the shoulder that he's actually friends with outside. They they they're on some other committee where they travel the world together. Sure. And sure, they've sure. never voted the same way on two things, but they're like friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you can have a different opinion with someone and still be their friend. You're setting up a movie. This should be a movie now. I'm, dude, I'm, this is the most dramatic fucking thing you've ever seen in politics, what happened yesterday. Oh, so my God. I'm, I'm excited. This guy, other guy on the shoulder, and they go out in the fucking hallway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're out there in the hallway, and the whole fucking meeting is, you know, they're still grill, talking to this guy and this grassly guy who needs to fucking die already, you know, is... Uh, you know, just trying to push it forward, and the guy, he just thinks he has it. He's being so fucking smug. Well, this guy Flake comes back in and said, right. I will vote yes to send this to the floor, but we have to agree to a fucking FBI investigation. Otherwise, I'm not doing it. I just can't do it in good conscience. This kind of shit is ripping the fucking country apart. You know, wow. the, the GOP is doing its part to try to rip it apart and make this a fucking partisan deal. And I'm just, I'm not, I, I, you know, I'm a, he's, he's known to like have a, like a soft spot, you know, and do the right right thing is what I would say, you know, and he said, I just won't do it unless we're going to get this fucking investigation. So now they're doing an investigation for a week. Wow. Yeah. The guy Flake, I'm telling you, dude, you know how John McCain was like a level-headed Republican guy. Right. And he voted down them trying to screw fucking healthcare over for everybody. You know, it's get rid of affordable health care and you know they were going to reinstate pre-existing conditions and all that shit and john mccain fucking stopped it in that last like midnight vote the last one he did basically yeah john mccain was a good guy well this guy flake is kind of cut from the same cloth i mean not like a war hero or any shit like that but but as a political guy in that camp mm-hmm. you know he's from that age even right you know what I mean? He was, what, 78 when he died? And how dare fucking Donald Trump, Mr. Bone Spurs, didn't get into the, you know, got classified out of Vietnam because he had bone spurs. Mr. Bone Spurs. <laughs> and he, he says that deal where he's like, I don't think uh, John McCain's a hero. I prefer heroes that didn't get captured. Fucked up, dude. I, I, I read that. I saw that somewhere and i was like are you fucking kidding me dude i saw this thing on fucking uh pbs about john mccain and it was about john mccain and donald trump's like their relationship and it's pretty fucked up donald really? trump's and honestly john mccain is a fucking american hero 
and what the guy did in fucking Vietnam when he was in the Hanoi Hilton. Oh, yeah. Easily could be a fucking movie. The way they tortured him yeah. every fucking day for five years. I've read and all then about eventually it. eventually he broke. And, you know, they and they just they had interviews with other guys. They were saying, mm-hmm. they were like, of course you're going to fucking break. Because you think if you break, then it will just end. Right. You know what I mean? He's like, five years the guy put up with it. He's like, there's guys that wouldn't last 48 fucking hours. I wouldn't last ten fucking minutes. Every day for five years. He had two fucking broken arms and, what, two broken legs when he cra- got in that plane crash? And Jesus they fucking Christ. they pull him out. He was, he pulled, dude, he pulled the fucking thing on his life jacket with his teeth to get it Damn. to plate. Yeah. How fucking insane is that? And he's floating in this fucking lagoon, and the Vietnamese pick him up, drag him on shore, and start fucking beating him with sticks. Well, he has a bro- broken both arms and his fucking both legs. He's two broken arms and two broken legs? Yes, and they Man. beat him with sticks and stabbed him in the leg. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, this is one tough son of a bitch. But you know what? The deal was he was compassionate. And this is what a fucking guy this guy was. The guy who fucking was his imprisoned, like the leader of the imprisonment camp that he was in. Yeah, yeah. When he died, fucking made, like, made a statement that he fucking respected the hell out of John McCain. Really? And you know what? In another life, they would have been fucking good friends. Because I guess... After the war was over and shit, John McCain went to Vietnam and, like, helped get it fucking straightened out. What the fuck, dude? Really? Can you fucking believe that? That's fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of guy he fucking was. And then Bone Spurs calls him a fucking... (laughs) Bone Spurs. Love it. Fuck Bone Spurs. He's the reason my computer's not working. Fuck you, Bone Spurs. That's what my podiatrist said. But please promise me you will watch Bart O'Kavanaugh's thing. Please do. Bart O'Kavanaugh. Yeah, I will. It's so fucking ridiculous. I mean, you can easily, when you watch the guy, you can be like, fuck yes, he did it. Because, you know, some people don't protest too much. And that's exactly what he's doing when he fucking gets up in front of this fucking, you know, and he was coached for 12 days to do this. And this is the fucking bullshit he pulls off. Now, is it a case? Is it a case? I don't know because I'm, I'm completely removed. I'm just being devil's advocate here. Is it a case that he was a young guy and to fuck shit up and now he's okay? Or is he just still the same dirty fuck up? And yeah, of course he is. You know why? When you watch him, his fucking entitlement, you're going to fucking say, fuck this fucking guy. No one, he's like, I deserve to be on the fucking Supreme. You don't deserve shit. And you know what? If you molested some chick a long time, and here he said this. He had the nerve to say this, and I said to my wife, don't you find that odd? Because he said this during things like, uh, I'm the only judge, sitting judge, to have all women law clerks on my staff. <laughs> and I said to my wife, I said, well, that's oh. fucking creepy. And she goes, gee, I guess none of the men were qualified. You know what I mean? I mean that. Tell me that in itself isn't just fucking weird. That was my first thought. I was like, oh really? Well, of course. Right, yeah, exactly. And see, and this this lady that used to work for him told another lady who was going to try out for him. I mean, all this shit's going to come out. You know this. He, oh, she said, you know, uh, just let me say that Judge Kavanaugh appreciates a lady who really puts herself together and knows how to present herself. 
And and the lady said, well, I thought that meant like in professional attire. And no, it was not. It was like he likes chicks to fucking wear short skirts and have their tits hanging out when they work for him. Wow. He's just an entitled dude. I went to high school with these fucking guys. He's just a fucking entitled asshole who thinks the fucking rules don't belong to him. And, you know, because his daddy was rich, he went to Yale. You know, who gives, and he talks about it. That's all he wants to talk about either is that he went to Yale. Well, who gives a fuck? Yale's a big deal, man. To who? Do you give a fuck? Do you think this guy's better than you because he went to Yale? I fucking don't. No. I'm. You know what I've come to grips with lately, dude? And for a while, I don't know what, what my funk was, but I'm like, maybe other people are smarter than me. And then over the last couple months, I've been like, no, no, they're not. Why was I even thinking that? I must have been in the doldrums. Because I've been to meetings lately with guys that make a lot more money than me, like tons more money than me. And I'm like, these guys aren't fucking smarter than me. They're dumber than I am. And it's, I mean, it's so, it just, just goes to tell you that, you know, it's easy for people to land into fucking jobs when they know somebody and make a ton of money. Yeah. And they're fucking jobbing hard at all. It's all about. Network. I, I remember the first time that I met a guy in college that I thought was really serious about college because most people were just like, I, mean, I guess they were serious about it, but they treated it like high school. One guy was really serious. I ended up moving out of the dorms to get in an apartment with this guy. I really like him. Really cool Sounds dude. Gay. Sounds like you had like a little crush. Well, the sex was great. But <laughs> I bet it was. He sounds, like a, <laughs> he sounds like he would be a gentle yet committed lover. But we were talking passively, like, while moving into this place. He said, man, the only reason I'm in college is, is for the connections. That's it. So I'm networking. That's all I'm doing. I don't I care feel, about grades. I feel bad for the poor guy if he was going to St. Ed's because I got a, he didn't make a lot of fucking connections there. I oh, he made a lot of connections. Did he? Because, yeah, there was those kids at fucking St. Edwards, too. I went. To, some lived in my dorm for, like, a semester because you had to live in the dorm. But then they'd get out and, like, get an apartment. You'd never basically see them again. But they were people whose moms and dads owned fucking car lots across fucking tech. Donnie Gay Jr., you know Don Gay? No. Really? I'm kind of shocked, dude. His dad owned a bunch of fucking car dealerships in Texas. He was a race car driver, too. Got in a really bad wreck, this Don Gay Jr., uh, before our freshman year at St. Edwards. I, I never should have moved out of the dorms, I think. I really like the dorms. But oh, I moved out how long did you stay school. in the dorms? I was only there for my first year that I moved out. Yeah. I, I lived two years in the dorm, and you know what? I'm glad I did. And at the time, of course, I was like, that's bullshit. But it was like having 50 kind of cool roommates. Yeah, it was all. You know I mean, we had all, like our little team of people, Premont second floor. Go Premont monsters. Pre-monsters, they called us. Teresa Hall, we had chicks. We, hey, we were oh, cooking. yeah. Was not, there was not dudes and chicks in the same building when, when I was there. Thank was, God, to be honest there. It was way more fun when there was no chicks around. And I don't mean that in a gay way. But when you're not trying to impress chicks, peep, guys can be fucking funny. I don't but, mean it in a gay way, but I, I get you. Right. Well, I mean, they can be themselves and be gay, which is great. You like those communal showers, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, hell yes, dude. It's like ancient Rome on Fremont, second floor, 1988. It was a bathhouse. <laughs> right. I had this awesome fucking robe that looked just like a fucking toga. Who soaped up your back? What night? What night of the week? Brett O'Kavanaugh, oh, oh, a lot of nights. 
Did you have a lottery? All right, who's soaping up my back tonight? Uh, no, dudes paid money to soap up my back. <laughs> and I, up and I paid money. money to soap up their fronts. <laughs> I'll tell you what, dude. And we had this, this fucking lady, Marta, right? She was like the lady who like mopped the floor and like took care of everything on our floor. Nicest oh, fucking Mexican lady ever. I will never forget this lady. They all and, are. They all are. And uh, I just wish that I would have like asked Marta, you know, would you, so you got a daughter? Because I'll tell you what, this lady could fucking clean like nobody's business. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if I could find Marta now and get my wife some cleaning lessons from Marta. I, I should just open up an online school, Marta's cleaning lessons. Marta will just end up lazier. <laughs> That's fine because you know, we fucking deserve it by now. Marta. Cleaning up, dude, imagine cleaning up after fucking 50 18 year old guys. I, I thought about hiring a professional maid to teach my wife how to clean the house, but I just. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We can just. Oh, you thought you could have sex maid. with her? No, my wife would just teach the maid how to be a, a lazy slob. <laughs> oh, I could rub off. Yeah. What are you doing? Yell at him more. I have to, dude. I wonder. I wonder how Mar- long Marta. Marta was so nice. We used to like donate coats, and we would get like money together at the around Aww. Christmas and stuff. To give Marta uh, a boost, but she Holy was super duper. I can't she... imagine that's got to be the worst job in the world. Did she sleep in a shed in the back? No, I mean she went home and stuff afterwards. She had some gold teeth. Marta had. She was. She's probably doing pretty well now. She's probably retired after Roehampton on her gold teeth savings. She had that dental 401k. She did teach me something. Are you ready for this? And it's something that later I would have learned at Delaware Subs anyways, but it was to put a trash bag in the bottom of the trash can for the next time. Ooh. That's actually pretty good. I, I didn't yeah, know. I mean, you like take like 10 trash bags and just put them in the bottom of the trash can. Holy and shit. And like the next 10 times, you've got fucking trash bags right there when you take the old one out. Wow. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Dude. I swear to God we did that at fucking Delaware. Maybe we didn't. Maybe I imagined that. <laughs> Delaware was not that... Streamlined. I think I tried to introduce it and fucking uh, Dave poo-pooed it. We are not buying ten trash bags. Are you kidding? You know how many trash bags will get thrown out? They'll just stick to the bottom of that trash bag. And before <laughs> you know it, you run out a half a dozen fucking trash bags. That's right. Well, really, what would happen would they get fucking grease leaked all over the bottom of it? I, you know what? I do have to give credit to, and I always was fucking amazed by this, was that how good those trash bags at fucking Delaware worked, because you could pick one up at the end of the night and it hadn't slimed all over the fucking inside of the trash can. I was amazed every fucking night. That's the oddest thing for you to say. <laughs> really? Yes. I have no recollection of trash bags. Are you Delaware, kidding so. me? I, you know what? I'm one of those dudes. I can't remember like everything I did of every minute of every day, but I can fucking, there's like, I don't know. I feel like I could go back to certain points in my life and remember it. Like it fucking happened five minutes ago. And it's, it's a lot of stuff. Well, yeah, me too. For sure. Well, but, I'm not talking like about being molested and stuff like you. I'm talking about like stuff like trash bags. Well, no, not I, well, yeah. I mean, good memories. I can't believe you don't remember that. I just was always dumbfounded by that. About the trash bags? No. Yeah. Yeah. What? I never crossed my mind. Really? You're such a simpleton. 
I was going to say the same thing about you. Really? Because I was thinking about the fucking physical structure of a fucking trash bag and its integrity. And what are you thinking about then? That you're just a, a, a simple. I was thinking about the uh, physical structure of your butt. I bet it, you were when I was deep into that fucking trash can, giving it a good scrubbing. That see, that's what amazed me is that we never had to clean the you need trash can. Get in bag. there. We never had to clean the trash can at Delaware Subs due to the integrity it, of those bags. It was the uh, perfect storm of a job. Everything aligned perfectly to make it the perfect job. It really did. In a weird way, especially having that uh, Walgreens across the way where we could buy cold beer. Yes. Except you never figured that. I used to send Deanna over there to buy me beer. Could she carry a beer? Uh, she she had to drive over. I had to let her take her a, car. She gave her a little red wagon to pull it over in. <laughs> no, she would like smoke her cigarette and go buy me beer. And eat her half a mushroom. Yeah, uh, with a salt packet on some shredded lettuce. Jeez, she's probably dead by now. I wonder about that sometimes. She probably was dead before I even left Austin. Probably so. Sadly enough, I mean, that was the first time that I ever saw, like, an eating disorder up close and personal, I guess. Yeah, me too. Because she, what was her, there was obviously a dark malfunction in there somewhere. Yeah. She was still kind of hot, though, in a weird skeletal way. I used to make out with her. I know, you told me that. I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, man, I'm the fucking worst guy ever. And she had that boyfriend, Derek. <laughs> Hey, trust me, I could have taken it farther, and I did not. Because, and I, and the reason I did not is because I knew that emotionally, there's just. I even told her, I'm like, emotionally, I could never fucking be there for you, like Derek, because I'm like, she's not all there, you know what no. I mean? No. God bless her. God bless her. <laughs> well, you know, I saved her from herself by not having sex with her. I did the right thing. I anti Kavanaugh. That's what I call that. Good for you. You should be she able to wanted me to have sex with her, and I told her no. Well, she's probably because just as scarred. It's like she's light as a feather. It'd be like a uh, a flashlight. Oh, trust me. You don't think I thought about that? Let me put it this way: she flashed me upstairs and downstairs in the uh, at Delaware. Flashed you what? Uh. I guess, as you would say in your song, The Goods. Ribs? You know what, dude? I'm going to be honest with you. She had a really nice rack for a... <laughs> Tell me you didn't notice that. I don't recall because... Oh, was... bullshit. Really? I find yeah. that hard to believe. I don't... I don't yeah, no. She did. She did. She I... had a good body. I mean, yeah, she was too skinny, but it was put together well. <laughs> Funny thing is, she's older than you think. I mean, I was only, what, 24, 25, maybe. You were 26 when I met you. Was I really? God, that's sad. <laughs> Why we could, have, we sad? could have shared so many more years together. <laughs> but, uh, and she was 22. Yes. Three. I just was shocked because if you looked at her, you thought she was fucking 18. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I was True. so, I was, let me put it this way, I was so relieved when I found out she could buy beer. I was like, <laughs> you can put her to work. Yeah, I'm like, why don't you go over there and get me a six pack of Bud Light and I'll sit right here and have three Bud Lights while you're gone. 
And so when you get back, turn around and go get some more. <laughs> and I would like smoke one hits under the vent hood when she was gone. Oh, that's awesome. What a fucking, no wonder I was so good at that job. It's a dream job, man. Uh, I mean, you know what sucks is you buy your own restaurant like I did and open it up, and the dream job instantly becomes a fucking nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know why I Dave was never that. there. I remember the first time I came into that job, um, we the first thing we did was make a fucking to-go order of like 18 sandwiches. I remember that. Yeah, I do. I remember and that. Dave that was, was there, story. and he was showing me how to do it, and I'm like, dude, I get it. Get the fuck out of the way. I'm already making this sandwich better than you. I've been doing it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss uh, a good sandwich. I do miss a good. There's no place to get a good. There is one place in Lufkin called uh, Nukes that's really goddamn awesome. They have good sandwiches, but it's not like there's no Italian, nothing, Lufkin. anything like it. Lufkin's yeah. like a big barbecue city, isn't it? Fuck no, there's no barbecue in Lufkin. Really? Terrible. I don't believe there would be barbecue. No, there's nothing. I remember when I went to St. Edward's. I used to go with a friend of mine. His name was Kenny Atall. He still lives in Austin. Uh, thought he was a confirmed bachelor then. Pretty sure he's a confirmed bachelor now. But we used to take, like, road trips, right? We would smoke joints and go to, like, take a road trip. We went to those caverns down there by San Antonio. Yeah. You ever been Nat- there? Natural Bridge Caverns. Yeah, do not smoke a joint and go in there. or And definitely do not eat a Egg McMuffin on the way and smoke a joint and go in there. because Never would, no. Uh, it was kind of cool, though. But we used to go to, like, different places around there and eat barbecue. Like, within an hour or two of, of us. We went to Black's Barbecue. I remember that was the name of one of the places. That was, like, a pretty famous place. Loved Black. I used to live near Black's. Loved it. Did you? Loved Black's, yeah. Yep, and they, I mean, a couple other ones. That was the one I can only remember that day. But, you know, I thought we were kind of doing the Food Network shit before the Food Network was even on there. And you do not have Guy Fieri's $8 million. I know, I know. I just have Double Z's 25 mils to sleep on tonight. All right, I got to run because my bladder is really Don't run. I have to, I have to run. All right, Rufus. Well, I haven't been able to see you for the last half hour, but I assume that you're looking as good as you ever did. Of course I am. Even better. And I will say good night to the listeners. Hey, dude, you think you could get, like, those dogs tie for soft howl with you outside? The puppies? No, they just whine. I bet if you got a good... we Dude, I had this dog. Her name was Dozer. She was a big, huge dog we found on the side of the road. Best fucking smartest dog you would ever meet. Damn good name for a dog, by the way. We found her. You know why we named her Dozer? Because she slept a lot. No, because she would bury, she would get a bone. Yeah. And do a dig, dig, dig a big hole and use her nose to put the dirt in the hole. Oh, that's sweet. Bulldozer. That's sweet. But she would, dude, if there would be a, like a an ambulance or something driving by and it sirens aren't you go such an awesome dog really we have a howler our little, our little dog shay shay oh does she she does she does she howl if she feels lonely which is pretty much all the time she howls oh 
<laughs> woe is me, Rufus. Woe it's, is me. It's all woe is me. Oh, God bless her. Go give her a good swift kick for me, would you? Uh, I will. Definitely. <laughs> all right, Rufus, until next Friday. You want to try to do it on Friday? I don't know. Saturdays are almost working. Uh, we, we we can't call it free-for-all Friday if it's on I Saturday. I know we can't, but you know what? Maybe it's time for a change. Things happen. I don't know. I'm good for Friday, though. I don't care. Whatever you decide. I just almost feel like all day Saturday I don't have to worry. I, I don't feel like I'm being rushed to get off work. I'm, I'm game for Saturday. I, I mean, the, the only reason I had to not do it Friday, well, shit, I forget the reason now. But anyway, oh, the kid going out and all that stuff. Let's plan for Friday. And if, all right, uh, we'll see what happens. All right, folks, uh, Rufus, can you play us out with some tuners since I can't see my thing here? Yes, sir. What are do we, us uh, uh, a little beer as food for, so the people know what we were talking about earlier. Everybody howl. A little beer's food for you. Yeah, the hypersol towel is in beer's food, isn't it? Now, if you don't hear from me during the week, dude, it's because uh, I got killed by some kind of conspiracy of the people. Typical. Typical for you. Get it is. Me got myself yeah. tickled. You and the lizard people. Always. 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 Don't get mixed up with the lizard people. Walk into the kitchen after a hard day's work. A tree goes in.